as the outstanding screen system of the future. Why submissive women are happier, happier. Her name is Piper Blush. Welcome to the morning show. But your host, Piper Blush. This is broadcasted live, of course. On YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Ooh. Plus, WTPRRadio.com. Oh, yes, because there is a radio player. I mean, this is a radio. It's a radio. Are you listening to me on the radio? You could. Uh, you should. It's super easy. WTPRRadio.com to listen to me as a radio. If you want to see me videos, well, you've got some options. You've got lots of options. Oh, yeah. You've got YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and of course, and of course, WTPRRadio.com in the backstage area. Oh, yeah, where you get to see me video. Because this is Radio 3.0. What do you mean, Piper? What do you mean? Three things. Yeah. Radio. That's like audio. Uh huh. And then video. Well, that's like video. Okay, cool. And then, well, some blog articles. Mm hmm. 3.0. Oh, yeah. You need 3.0 because the oh, 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 ah. Ah, uh, we love it, Piper. We love it. Yes, the morning show is about the unpredictable radio for the bold listener. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of Cracker Jacks. But the thing is, it's deliciousness. Mm-hmm. You're going to want more and more and more all the time because we've got some crazy subjects going on. Mm-hmm. Well, first things first, not that crazy, but bowling. Bowling is a sport. You remember Kingpin? Yeah, that movie. Uh huh. That's a good movie. Well, there's also the Big Lebowski. Yeah, another good movie. Mm-hmm. About bowling. Well, where did bowling originate from? How did we play bowling back in the days? Ooh, do you know? Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's get into beast mode. You wanna know more about bowling? You like pins, yeah? It's so good, so good. Maybe you're more for the balls. As long as you roll. We're gonna talk about bowling, of course, and we're also gonna talk about a roller coaster that kills. <sighs> Don't worry, it's not at Disneyland. Your children are super mega safe. They cannot actually go on that ride. No, it's for the ones who, well, don't wanna live anymore. And maybe, just maybe, we need to actually, well, build it. Uh-huh, that's another kind of slight issue over there. Comes. Uh-huh, we need a bit of fairy dust in here. Let's see, let's see. Okay, it's enough for the beast mode. Woo, let's go magic. <gasps> Leprechauns, uh-huh. It was St. Patrick's Day not long ago. And if you're listening to this, well, sometime in the future. Ooh. Not to worry, not to worry. Uh-huh. St. Patrick's Day, well, it comes it comes around every year, every year. So you're gonna know this story for next year, last year, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Well, leprechauns and their pot of gold. They're pot of gold, yeah. Is that based from a true story? Where did this myth come from? The myth that if you looked at a rainbow, uh, well, you got some gold going on. Mm, it's actually maybe based from a true story. Ooh, just like Paranormal Activity Piper? Why not? Why not? You never know, uh-huh. All right, so roller coaster that kills, bowling, and of course, well, some uh, leprechaun stuff. <laughs> you never know, you never know, and don't worry, don't worry. They didn't eradicate the pygmies. Uh -huh, that's, that's a false story, that's a false story. Yeah, get back, get back here. Okay, now, on WTPRRadio.com, mm -hmm, we try to bring you the most unpredictable news, the most crazy, mega crazy news. The stuff I found on Reddit, uh -huh. sometimes also other places, like I fucking love science, uh -huh, that word. Should have beep it too late. Mm -hmm. Then there's also, well, snoops. Uh huh. That's where they fact check everything. Yeah, you know, start Googling this stuff. Start Googling this stuff. It's quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Quite interesting. Now there's like today I learned. There's explain to me like I'm five. Mm -hmm. That's more for Reddit. Of course, there's like Ripley's. Yeah, Ripley's, they do like oddities, like weird news, stuff like that. You can find very interesting stuff over there. Mm -hmm. And then, well, there's the normal news. You know, even like big news outlets, they have these weird things going on. 
And they have well, a section for that. It's kind of like weird odd uh, news. Mm -hmm. Now you can find all of those or you can just quite frankly listen to this show every morning 9am Pacific time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch and WTPRradio.com because the show is broadcasted live. What does that mean broadcasted live Piper? It means that all of the shows are broadcasted live. Uh -huh. And then well when they're done being broadcasted live We keep them on there. Uh -huh. We keep them on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Uh -huh. And of course, of course, WTPRradio.com. Uh -huh. It's a radio station, yeah. Meaning you can listen to some music. You can rehear some of the other broadcasts that you might have missed. Because there's a lot of shows on the radio. Uh -huh. We've got lots of shows. You want to know the name of the shows? Okay, I'll tell you. There's Love, Lust and the Devil. Oh, yeah. That's the show about love, lust, and the devil. That's about sex, kinks, and relationships. Ooh. And that is every evening at 7 p.m. Pacific time, also broadcasted live. Ooh. <laughs> Super nice, yeah? Just play with that button. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, then, of course, on Sundays, special Sundays, it's Mysterious Minds. Oh, for the supernatural, the conspiracies, and, well, the alien theories. You need a little bit of that in your life. Oh, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh-huh. And that's every Sunday. So you keep all your conspiracies, all of your alien stories, all of your, well, encounters of the first kind. Mm-hmm. Or the third kind. Which which are the first two ones? Not sure. Not sure about that one. Mm-hmm. Now, you keep them and you come and tell me. Yes, on Sundays. What else, Piper? What else? Okay, there's another one. There's another one. <laughs> Second spin, uh-huh, but that is only for radio, yeah. So if you want to catch second spin, the unpredictable vinyl picks by your host, Piper Blush, you need to actually listen to the actual radio. Uh-huh, that is WTPRradio.com. There, on the site, there is an actual radio player. You click on it, you listen to me while you're doing whatever you want to do. Uh-huh, it's a radio station. Meaning, well, you can listen to it everywhere. I listen to it on my Siri. Yeah, just beam it. It beams just like in Star Trek. Uh huh. Wow, we come in peace. Uh huh. So you can do that. Super mega easy. It is all possible. Mm -hmm. Then of course, share with your friends, family. Tell me what kind of music you're into. Yeah, maybe just maybe we'll put it on there. I've heard some stuff about the 80s, but mm, I'm not sure about this. I'm more of a 90s person. So all 90s person, well, you may join me. <laughs> And all 80s too. Okay, we'll see. Maybe it's going to be some 80s. But Second Spin, I can guarantee, guarantee that there's some 80s music on there. Uh -huh. Because Second Spin is about like old vinyls that I go get. Like cheap, cheap. $2.99 Canadian. Mm -hmm. And then, well, wait, wait a sec. I'll show you one. I'll show you one. Like this one. Uh -huh. This is an actual vinyl. Hear this? Vinyl sound. It's not a tape cassette. It's not a CD. That doesn't fit in a CD player, it's way too big, uh-huh. Plus, it's not like laser, no. This is actually like a little needle that goes around and that plays the music. Did you know, uh-huh, did you know that if you pay close attention, you can hear the music without any microphones, uh-huh? Because the needle does the music, I know. And then it's like, put in a, an actual kind of speaker and then it redirects it and then it's crazy stuff, crazy stuff. I've been learning a lot about vinyls. Why? Well, because... They weren't really there anymore when I was born. Uh -huh. It's a bit older than me, a bit older. I was more like cassette CDs. This is kind of more my time. And then MP3s. Mm -hmm. So, well, on second spin, I just play them and I discover how to not well, not break the whole thing, pretty much. It's very it's very easy to break the needle. I've dropped it a few times. It, it's not pleasant sound. Uh -huh, not a pleasant sound. Now, there's a lot on there. There's like 33s, there's 43, 45s. Plus 33 is not really 33, it's 33 and a half. Like, who, who, who thought about this? Uh-huh. This is, this is, yeah. Well, you see, mm -hmm. it's my second job, too. It's my second job. Like, my first job is actually, yeah, well, it's other stuff, other stuff. You can just Google me and figure out what my first job is. It's quite easy. You just see the pictures on Google Images, mm-hmm. And then you'll find everything. <gasps> no mystery there, uh-huh. Here we go. Who do we have this morning? We have Wayne Phil, who's a generous donator of the show. Money! Yes! Thank you for your generous donation. Thank you, Wayne, for supporting the show. As always, it's a pleasure to see you. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Piper. Well, good morning to you as well. Well, it is, uh, it is the morning here because this is the morning show. Whatever you're doing, singing in the shower, brushing your teeth, uh -huh, going to work in your car, well, just know that I, Piper Blush, am with you. Mm -hmm. And I can stay with you all day. All you need to do is open me on your radio, which is my radio. Mm -hmm. And then we can stay together forever. Well, what was that? 
That's the plane. Uh huh. Do you hear the plane? It might be a bit far away. Don't worry. I get disconnected sometimes. It must be my AI chip. Okay, roller coaster that kills. Yes, roller coaster that kills. That seems crazy, does it? Uh huh. But it might not be so crazy. It might hypothetically be true, be realizable, realizable. Get this word. Mm hmm. Now, well, not saying you need to go into it, you know, unless you have a death wish. Wish. Maybe, maybe you don't. It's not your thing. So not to worry. But I'm gonna talk to you about it because the plans have been made. Mm -hmm. So they exist somewhere in the universe. We have I am May. Hello, I am May. Thanks for tuning in. As always, Wayne Phil, Naked Bowling. Yes, Wayne did share with me a video of some uh, Playboy um, models. That's how you call them, Playboy models, who are doing strip bowling. Uh huh. Strip bowling. Never, never played that. But bowling's actually a pretty cool sport. Well, sport activity, whatever you want to call it. Uh huh. It's actually pretty fun. I, I enjoy bowling in general. If you're a lot of people, it's even better. Mm hmm. But yes, Wayne did share this video with me about well, a whole bunch of Playboy bunnies that weren't in their suits. Get it? <gasps> oh no, nothing, nothing, nothing left. Mm hmm. And they were playing bowling. Oh, fortunately, they kept their little bowlings like. Well, the, the actual shoes. You know you need to keep those, uh-huh, or else you get yelled at, yes. Because, well, it, it kind of ruins the wood and the oil they lay on the on the bowling track. I guess it's not a track, but on the bowling wood thing. Mm -hmm. So that the balls, they slip well and they, they get be beautiful and pretty, uh-huh. So, yeah, naked bowling. We're not going to talk about naked bowling necessarily, but that could be like a modern time bowling. Didn't know if they actually bowled naked back in the days. Hack of all trades, we'll pop this cherry yesterday, uh-huh. Congratulations on Love, Lust, and the Devil. Yes, he is a first-time caller. Mm -hmm. Finally popped Attack of All Trades. Congratulations. Now it's done. You can call whenever you want to or whenever you need to. Good morning, Piper. Hi, everyone. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Sit Lord Billy, of course. Sit Lord Billy called yesterday as well. But that's because, well, we kind of changed the St. Patrick's Day to St. Piper's Day. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Now, uh... It's okay. It's not yet an like official holiday. Uh -huh. It's gonna need to go through some uh, some changes. But thank you very much, Lord Billy, for calling. <laughs> that was wonderful. Let's go see the other comment section. I just need to flip it. Here we go. So we have RC Dude FPV UK. So you do RC and FPV. That's a lot. Uh huh. So you do like the drone flying plus the. So you're like in the air, in the ground. You're just missing like a submarine. That's all you're missing. Yeah. Then you're gonna be good to go. Mm hmm. I'm waiting for the submarine. I'm waiting for it. We have Steve Henry. How are ya? I'm great. How are you, Steve? I mean, it's a good day today. It's a good day. It's the weekend. Uh -huh. And I love weekends in general. Everybody loves weekends. You kind of think you're the weekend, but I do the same thing every single day. Mm -hmm. Broadcast live twice a day, 9 a.m. Pacific time and 7 p.m. Pacific time. Super easy. So for me, it's seven days a week, 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we watch, Piper? Well, where, where you are right now. Uh -huh, where you are right now. Or go to WTPRradio.com mm -hmm, and listen to the radio player. There you can listen to me live on the radio. Ooh. Yeah, I'm on the radio now. We got Bloom. Hello, Piper. Hello, Bloom. And then we got something in another language. I'm not going to click on it just in case, you know. Just in case it's something that uh, I'm not supposed to click on. Mm -hmm. That could always happen. That could always happen. It has happened in the past, you know has happened in the past, so I don't want to go there. Let's not go there. Mm. Are you liking everything? Are you ready? Uh-huh. Because we're going to be talking about roller coasters that kill. Well, one in particular. Mm-hmm. About bowling, the history of bowling. Maybe it's the weekend. Maybe you want to go out. Maybe you're already in a bowling league. Is that is that your thing? Uh-huh. You want to know more about bowling in general? And of course, of course, well... Why not do all of this? Enjoy. Uh -huh. Enjoy on WTPRRadio.com, on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. And why not talk about also the Celtics or Celtics, uh -huh, how they're called. Mm -hmm. And they're pot of gold. Don't you wish you would find a pot of gold? Don't you? I think you do. I think you do. I think everybody, when they see a rainbow, they're kind of, where's the gold at? Uh-huh. I want the gold. I don't care about the rainbow. Just give me, give me the money. Give me the money. Uh-huh. And then, well, you try to find, you try to find the gold and the money, but you can't. Uh-huh. So far, you haven't found any, eh? Have you? Or maybe I got a trick for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to be able to find gold 
right after you listen to this. Oh yeah. Because I got the secret. Uh -huh. I got the potion. I got the remedy. I got all of that on WTPRradio.com. So don't go anywhere because it's starting. Now, I'm going to make my very own ad. It's going to be super crazy. Okay, you ready for this? Uh -huh. That means you see my face while I push some buttons. Yeah, because it's like radio. So if you're there in a video format, uh -huh, it's a bit different. It's a bit different. Here we go. Here we go. Let's do a little ad that I have here. Mm -hmm. And that is for the evening shows. Yes, that is when and where you can get to call in. Ooh, let's let's put it. Let's put it. What do you think? Call me now. Oh my God. Uh -huh. It actually works. Hey, Patrick. Uh -huh. <laughs> you are listening to the unpredictable radio for the bold listener. WTPR Vancouver. As the outstanding screen system of the future. Why submissive women are happier, happier. WTPR, the morning show with your host, Piper Bluff. Her name is Piper Bluff. One, two, three, four. Strong, it's starting strong. We got the police, yeah, we got the police. That's just a joke, the police not following me, uh-huh. Though they could, they could if they wanted to, if they would. Let's go. Bowling, not naked bowling. Well, it could be naked bowling. I mean, you can play bowling however you want to. Depending on where you go. If you're just like kind of renting a bowling alley, five bowling alleys for a party, kids party, your party, whatever, uh-huh, you might not be allowed to go naked. I mean, you should ask before, like on the phone, hello, I'd like to make a reservation. Can we be uh, naked? No, there's already enough balls in here. Uh-huh. I mean, you don't do that. You don't do that. The thing is, though, what, there's a lot of stuff you can do at the bowling alley. Like sometimes they have some pretty great snacks. Yeah, like hot dogs, uh-huh, poutine, mm depending on where you are, some beer, some uh, actual popcorn, chips, all of these other great things that you're not supposed to eat, uh-huh, they all have that, they all have that. And it is often even mixed with arcades, uh-huh, you have like the bowling, you have the arcades, it's all together, great stuff. Now the shoes, they kind of smell weird, but you know, unless you're going at the bowling as a sport, like a real sport, and you're in the club and you're there every, I don't know, every Wednesday evening at 7pm, something like that, uh-huh. Well, you won't have your very own bowling shoes. You'll just rent them. It's easier that way. Mm -hmm. So just wear really thick socks. <laughs> that way, you know, less cross-contamination. Mm -hmm. But unless that, you should be fine. Now, how did bowling originate? Where is bowling from? How did they get these big balls? Uh-huh. Okay, so we're thinking, we're thinking. You ready? We're thinking Egypt. Yeah? They wanted to play bowling in Egypt? Like ancient Egypt? I know, I know. It seems like a far back, like really, really far back. Like Egyptians playing bowling all like on the reverse. It was not called bowling yet, okay? It was not It was not really bowling, but it was kind of sort of bowling. So we're talking ancient Egypt. And then, of course, if we're talking Egypt, well, we're also talking kind of Greece. Uh -huh. So ancient Greece, Egypt, they, they had some sort of bowling going on. Maybe they just had, I don't know, the, the balls and, you know, this these pins, the pins or how we call them, like... These key, uh-huh, those things. So they're there, they're there. Oh, fun fact, uh-huh, fun fact. You know a key? A key is like a pin, like a bowling pin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, in French Quebecois, when you say key, it could also mean, you know, these big bottles of actual beer, uh-huh. It's like these big bottles of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's a key. <gasps> I know, uh-huh, makes sense, eh? Well, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. So you can drink that when you play bowling if you want to, but usually no glass. Mm, no glass kind of close to, you know, the whole thing. You don't want to get hurt, though the bowling shoes are quite slippery. Have you ever tried to walk on those in an actual carpet? It's very slippery, a bit like the Bhutan shoes, uh-huh. Good thing that they have this heel that kind of stucks to the, well, the, the, the little fabric of the carpet. If not, very, very slippery. Mm -hmm. Well, now you know the troubles of a woman, okay? Bowling. It was then kind of passed down to the Romans. And the Romans, well, they did not call it bowling. They call it bocce. Uh -huh. You know, like bocce ball? Well, kind of like that. B-O-C-C-E. Mm -hmm. Bocce. So the Romans, well, they kind of popularized it a little bit more. So it was it was, it was gaining traction, you know, this bowling thing. Uh -huh. More and more people were playing. It, it was getting cool. And it was, well, passing the test of time, pretty much. And then, well, you have uh, Europe, okay? We're talking Europe. And we're taking the, the Middle Ages. You know, <laughs> this is like, this is not... Mm, that time kings queens that time okay in europe now everybody was playing bowling uh-huh 
It was for the kings and the courts. And it was like for the normal people, like the peasants and all that. Uh-huh. Everybody was just playing bowling. It was a thing. Again, not kind of called bowling. It didn't have an official name yet. But same, same, but different. Now, it wasn't played indoors, though. Why? Well, maybe, maybe the houses or the castle were not big enough. <gasps> you know? <laughs> maybe some space. Maybe they didn't have special shoes yet or all that stuff. So they would play outdoors. Yes, they would play outdoors. And they would have approximately nine pins. Okay? Nine pins. Nine key. Uh -huh. They would place them in a diamond shape. Okay? Diamond shape. Just similar to what well, you see now. Uh -huh. So nine pins in diamond shape. And they would take a ball and like... Well, throw the ball, but it had to roll on the on, on the actual ground. Uh -huh, a bit like what we're doing right now. And then we'll hit hit the stuff. Okay? That that was it. Uh -huh. Now the rules is this kinda complicated. It's kinda complicated. it depends on uh, on the people. It depends on the families, it depends on all that stuff. It wasn't yet like officialized. But they did play outdoors, they did play with nine pins, they did play with a ball, and they did play with the actual uh well diamond shape. Mm -hmm. Diamond shape for the pins. Now, at one point, so many people were playing the bowling. I know, it's an old sport, eh? I thought that was like, you know, basketball was old, but not that old. We're talking ancient Egypt. This sport is really, really old, uh-huh. Like, really, really old. Okay, older than your grandma, uh-huh. <laughs> it was becoming very, very popular. Like, too popular, uh-huh. You know, like, when everybody's kind of watching TV instead of doing something else? Well, that's how popular it was, because... Well, some people decided to ban it. Yeah, they ban it, uh-huh. We are banning bowling. Why? Because you're not going to church anymore, uh-huh. You're, you're, like, taking too much time playing bowling. Plus, you don't want to go to work anymore either. Because this game is too fun, uh-huh. So, they decided to ban bowling. Bowling was taking up too much of the people's time. It was too fun, too relaxing, I don't know. But religion and working were like, mm -mm -mm, we're not liking the bowling so much. No, 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 we're not liking it. So they banned it in some places. Imagine this, bowling was banned. I mean, it's not like alcohol and prohibition, it's bowling. We're talking about bowling. Well, it gives you an idea of how fun the times were back then. When I mean, you didn't have much to do, huh? You had a ball, some pin, and then, wow, that was like the biggest attraction. Woo! Okay, modern bowling. Yes, let's uh, fast forward to modern times. Modern times. Well, you can see it like me, you, you know. We're, we're going 19th century. Did you know this? When you go 19th century, it actually means the 1800s. It is complicated. I don't know why you add a plus one. Maybe it's like when, you, when you're one years old, you know. Well, you just kind of, you live that year already. It's complicated, the stuff that we invent. So 19th century. When exactly in the 19th century, Piper? That's like 100 years. I know. 19, well, we're talking 1895. Uh, so like the end of the 19th century, all right? But people were playing in the 19th century. They were playing in the 1800s. They were. They were playing so much that in the USA, uh -huh, well, some people decided to actually make American Bowling Congress. Ooh, that sounds legit. Uh -huh. That's because it is legit. Yeah. So they founded the American Bowling Congress. Ooh. And what did that do for bowling? Well, that made the rules, uh-huh. So they decided to establish some rules because everybody was playing kind of whatever they wanted. You know Monopoly, uh-huh. You know when you go to a friend's house and you start playing Monopoly and then they don't have the same rules as you because no one wants to read the freaking manual, uh-huh, no. So, well, to make sure that there wasn't uh, a thing just like Monopoly, uh-huh, they invented the American Bowling Congress. No, no, Monopoly, I don't even know if it was invented back in 1895. Maybe that would be kind of crazy to actually look it up and see. Uh huh. Now, not to worry, not to worry. When they invented the American Bowling Congress, well, they had to establish some rules. Because the whole point of this was to make bowling a bit more, uh, you know, national and then global. And so everybody could play against each other. Mm -hmm. What rules exactly, Piper? So the length of the alley, uh -huh. meaning like, well, if the length is like too far, some some people like kids are gonna have a bit more difficulty. Uh -huh. It's gonna be harder for them, a lot harder. So the length of the alley was kind of set to a special length. Mm -hmm. Then 
the weight and the size of the balls. Yeah, you needed a good weighted and a good size ball to make sure that everybody kind of had the same chances, the same opportunities. You need to kind of standardize. That's what they wanted to do. And then, of course, the numbers of pins mm -hmm. and the type of pins, like their weight, their form, their shape, how you place them on the game and all that stuff. Okay, so that's what the American Bowling Congress did for bowling, which is which is really good, which is really mega good. Uh -huh. And then, of course, well, that created more consistency and then it created for a more fair game, meaning you would play against someone there. You would be like really good and then you would play against somebody else that had different rules and then you would be not good. And that, that would suck. Uh -huh. That would not be fun. Mm -hmm. So by doing this, well, there was kind of a a rule book and everybody was playing the same way so you could get better why because there was the rules there mm -hmm. and so well bowling kept on expanding yes it kept on expanding unlike monopoly uh-huh well it just ends in like have you ever actually finished a game of monopoly have you ever like really finished a game of monopoly how long is that game uh-huh maybe bowling is better just because it is shorter it is a lot shorter like i mean a lot uh -huh, a lot a lot okay well it's you can do bowling kind of two things. Either you're doing for like leisure, you know, like pleasure as an activity with your family, with your friends, like in the Big Lebrowski, uh huh, or Kingpin. That was more competitive than Kingpin, though, a lot more competitive. Big Lebrowski a little bit too, but you know, girls, you get the vibe. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of movies about bowling. So if you want to know more, go listen to those. You might not get a lot of bowling history, but you'll get a lot of laughter out of them. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, usually Trasher is here, but he's not there. But Trasher, $64.99, actually is in a bowling league. Mm -hmm. He told me so. Yes, he is. So I've got some fans who actually enjoy bowling a lot. Now, there are different styles of bowling. Ooh, really, Piper? I thought there was just like that one style. No, 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 no. So there's the 10 pin. There's the candle pin. There's the duck pin. Mm -hmm. And every, every style has their own rules and traditions. So I'm not a really like a bowling expert. I just know that some balls weigh lesser than other balls. I know you can play with the baby balls mm -hmm, and the teeny weeny pins. And that's it. That's how far I go at bowling. I haven't played enough, like really not enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, did you know that at bowling, if you play the 10 pin, which is kind of most common usually in bowling alleys, well, the best score you can get is 300. Uh -huh. And how do you get that score? Well, you need to do 12 strikes. Yes, 12 strikes in a row, meaning no fault. At all of the pins, they need to, they need to go. They need to go, they need to go. And then, well, you got like 10 points each, but... Because you've done 12 strike, you got two more rolls. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. And that, that's at the 10th frame. That's how, they that's how they say it, at the 10th frame. So that is the best score you could ever get, 300. Now, some of the actual kind of bowling experts, some who actually play a lot, they're able to do that. But it is difficult. It's not everybody who can do it. But once you know, once you get really, really at a good grade, it is doable. It is possible. Now, if you want to become like a big Lebrowski or the kingpin, mm -hmm, well, you go ahead and you start playing bowling. Yeah, you do that. I got a video for you. Yeah, don't go anywhere. I got a video for you. Why? Because it's fascinating. It's actually fascinating. Mm -hmm. Again, I was on the internet. Not late at night, early in the morning, early in the morning. I go to bed after Love, Lust and the Devil in the backstage area. Mm -hmm. And then found this, okay? You go to WTPRradio.com if you want to watch it with your eyes only, share it with your friends, uh -huh, because it is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. So, from ancient Egypt to modern times, the fascinating history of bowling. Mm -hmm. You scroll down, you scroll down, and well, then you can re-watch this live video. And you've got, okay, you've got this video here, this video here. It's kind of like a kid who's actually placing the pins in a machine, in a machine. He places them there and then he pushes a button and then the machine lowers. Uh -huh. It looks like a hyperly dangerous. He could actually like lose an arm. And I think I've heard of people losing arms in these machines uh -huh, or lose his head. Then the actual ball, like he's sitting on a rail on top and then the actual ball and the pins they come uh -huh, they come like real fast they're projected uh -huh. so he could receive some of that on him but he doesn't for some weird reason then he he, he climbs up again and he, he seems like he's not legal to work he seems like young like really really young uh -huh. and then he just put that in there now that was the olden time that was the olden time because the machines were not what they are now uh -huh. so you need to have actually actual people 
actual actual people working in these well alleys so you thought you thought it was like oh mechanical you thought it was like you know the animatronics like the, the little per the little person on the animatronic you thought it was that no it was an actual human behind the scenes doing all the work very dangerous work you could lose like you could definitely lose an arm lose a well a toe or something like that the balls they go fast uh -huh, they go fast and these are kids well of course it's easier they're tinier so they can kind of slide everywhere in there i'm not saying this is good i'm not saying this is bad i'm just saying that at one point in the history that's how we did it now we have better machines uh -huh, who kind of do the whole process but still still sometimes you need somebody in the behind the scenes yeah to make sure that these machines they work and this is dangerous you got like a how much like 10 10 pound ball going super fast that could actually be projected on your face imagine this tough racket mm -hmm. don't go anywhere because well we're gonna talk about the leprechauns and this pot of gold is there any truth to the story can you really find a pot of gold at the bottom of the rainbow well maybe just maybe you can mm -hmm. and then of course after that the roller coaster that kills oh yeah those two subjects are coming up so don't go anywhere i'm gonna give you some of that music oh yeah where is it where is it where's that where's that here we go let's get you hyped up WTPRradio.com with your host Piper Blush. Oh yeah, thank you for tuning in. This is the unpredictable radio for the bold listener, and we have someone who decided to have their name as Muffin Stuffer. We know what you're doing. You don't really stuff muffins. Usually it's actually well the donuts that you stuff, uh-huh. Though Tim Hortons has this kind of a wild berry muffin, uh-huh, and they stuff it. They actually stuff it with some liquid, some like jelly. Oh yeah, so muffin stuffer, well, I know, I know what you did there, I know what you did there, uh -huh, don't worry. But he still says, the always gorgeous Piper, glad I could finally catch you live. You can catch me live like twice a day for two months now, where were you, uh-huh? I go live twice a day, at 7 a no, 7 p.m. Pacific time and 9 a.m. Pacific time every single day, seven days a week. That's how crazy I am. Mm -hmm. Now we are talking pot of gold. Oh, yeah. It was St. Patrick's recently, kind of recently. And well, what happens at St. Patrick's? You talk about leprechauns, you talk about Ireland, like kiss a ginger, whatever you do, uh -huh, kick a ginger, you do it however you want to do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't wear green, you get pinched. All of these myths, all of these, well, amazing stories. But one actually really comes from Ireland, kind of, you know, from the Celtics. Yes, or Celtics, I don't know how you pronounce it. In French is Celtic, in English is Celtic. I think you need to say the k, 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 k. Okay. Now, the pot of gold. So, if you're a bit, uh, if you know a little bit about mythology or, I don't know, folklore, let's call it folklore. So, Irish folklore from Ireland. So, Ireland is this like little kind of island, uh huh. There's like England there, and then on top, this kind of Ireland, kind of on top over there, uh huh. There's like, like Greenland all over where? Yeah, over there, uh huh. So, Ireland is kind of divided. Yes, it's divided. Well, we won't go into like bloody. Yeah, Monday, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Yeah, that song is bad. Uh -huh, bad. Yeah, you two is actually from Ireland. Okay, so well, there's like Northern Ireland, which isn't really to Ireland anymore. No, no, it's actually like to the UK. Weird stuff. Uh -huh. And then there was the rest of Ireland, which is Ireland. So they have some folklore, of course, of course, because they are they have culture. They've been there for a while, eating potatoes and while well, hosting apple. Okay, so that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Now, the leprechaun, okay, th the folklore is that the leprechaun will hide its gold where the rainbow meets the earth. Uh -huh. Now, leprechaun being a super tiny person, that is kind of, a, well, a redhead, because lots of redhead in Ireland for some reason, okay? Now, 
Okay, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But what what is actually true about the leprechaun story? About the rainbow story? What is actually true about it? I got some facts for you. I got some actual facts. Now, go back. Okay, go back, back a lot, a lot of back. So there is this thing called the Celtic coins. Uh -huh, the Celtic coins. Now those are actually like real coins. Yeah, real coins that were made mm -hmm, during this uh, well Celtic times. Okay, it's like way back when. Mm -hmm. And well. The shape of the coin is a bit weird. It's a bit like a, a teeny weeny bowl. So it's a bit like a bowl. So it's like it's, it's like a dome. <laughs> it's like a dome shaped coin. So you know when you have like let's say a Canadian loony or toonie. Uh -huh, that's like flat. That's like super flat. Or it's like it's a coin that's flat. Mm -hmm. But then this one was like it's like a dome. Yeah, like like a little dome, like an orchette. Yeah, like that pasta, that weird pasta. Uh huh. A bit like that. I can have a picture for you. I have a picture in case you don't. You don't really know what that is. Here we go. If we go down, if we go on WTPRradio.com, mm-hmm, on there, yes. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? On WTPRradio.com, mm-hmm. You go there, and then you scroll down. Well, you, you have to go on the leprechaun one, on the leprechaun one, the pot of gold. You scroll down, and then you see, you see, this is a picture I took like, from Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. So this is, well, a sort of, well, Celtic coin. Uh-huh. And so you see, it's, it's, it's like a concave, uh-huh. It's just like a teeny weeny bowl. Yeah, that's what it is. And okay, you could do it in silver, in real gold. It depended, it depended. Now you can see this like that. So it's a little bowl. It's a coin in the form of a bowl. Now that you've seen it, well, you know. So these, these coins, they were used back in the Celtic times, uh-huh. They were used, but what were they used for? Were they actually used for like exchanging like money for services or purchasing things mm. well we're unsure about this we're unsure we think they were mostly used as gifts like the people would make these on uh, these kind of coins and they would like give them to their friends or give them before be as a gift as a gift and as you could see there's like ornamented you could kind of shape them or make them however you wanted to make them pretty some other ones are just kind of gold and nothing on them mm. But what really makes them special is their dome shape. Yes, that really, really makes them special. Now, back in 2022, that's not that long ago, uh-huh. In 2022, an ancient ord was uncovered, uh-huh. That means like a whole bunch of coins, a stash, yeah, a stash of coins. Where was it uncovered? You're thinking like maybe well, Ireland, uh-huh, over there in Dublin? No, not there. Mm -hmm. In Brandenburg, Northeastern Germany, uh, in Germany. But you know the Celtics, well, they were a bit everywhere at some point, huh? It's like a, it's a thing. Uh -huh. They were they were traveling, like like the Romans, like everybody. So, it's the first actual Celtic treasure, well, Celtic gold treasure ever found in that region, uh huh? In like Germany, like this, and the amount is pretty amazing too. Ooh, that's great. Well, that means that they were traveling mm -hmm, and they were actually taking with them these coins. Maybe, maybe it was just for gifts. Maybe it was also, well, as, I don't know, treasure. You know, like gangsters, they have their gold chains, the Cuban chains. Well, maybe, just maybe, if you had some precious metals on you, you would keep it like that as coins. Maybe they were lucky charms. We don't know. Uh -huh, we don't know. It's a bit, it's a bit complicated in the Celtic history. Mm-hmm. But that being said, that being said, those were found and others were found throughout the years. Now, sometimes it's, it's just a few. It's not like a whole stash, a whole stash. Plus in Germany, that's far away from Ireland. OK, so why do we call them rainbow cups? Like why? Why would these have anything to do with the actual pot of gold, with the actual leprechauns? Ooh, yeah, the plot thickens. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, I like it, Piper. Mm -hmm. Well, let's say that they were very broadly used, okay? By the Celtics. Uh, they were broadly used. So people were kind of exchanging them. They were everywhere. That means that some people lost them. Uh, like, you know, Barbie dolls if you go in the forest next to an actual village. Mm -hmm. So th they were kind of used and they were kind of dropped. It happens. You know, you lose a coin. How many, like, 10 cents do you find in the streets? Or, like, 5 cents or 25 cents, depending on the country you live in. You find some, because it's, it's easy to disperse and, like, lo lose. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, the thing is, at one point, at one point, these, these type of coins, these Celtic coins, they were found. They were just found. And when they were found? When? When were they found? Well, they were mostly found on rainy days. Why? Well, because of it's a dome, it's a teeny weeny dome. 
and then this dome well it accumulates water okay meaning that already it's a kind of a metal so it's shiny and then if there's actual water in the dome that is shiny and then you have kind of a rainy day with sometimes like little little flashes of light uh -huh, coming through the clouds well this would be like highly reflective uh -huh. so you would walk on a kind of rainy day which is like every day in ireland like every single day uh-huh and then well, you would walk there and oh look i found a coin uh-huh i found a coin now in broad daylight it's a bit harder because of course it could reflect but the water in the actual coin in this coin well would make it even more reflective meaning you were really kind of kind of a mirror uh -huh. you know when you point a mirror at the sun and you kind of try to put it in somebody else's eyes uh -huh. don't do that it's not nice uh -huh. well it kind of be ah, ah it hurts well same thing same thing so people started finding these coins when it was rainy kind of rainy kind of sunshiny are you getting it now when is the best time for the rainbow to appear got it uh-huh the best time for the rainbow to appear is usually on these days where there's kind of a light rain or light fog uh-huh there needs to be water droplets in the air in suspension in the air as long as they can like if it's raining like crazy uh-huh it's not gonna do it like it's not gonna do it and then well you also need a really low light source mm -hmm. meaning it needs to kind of pierce or do it like it needs to be dispersed uh-huh you know the album cover from pink floyd yeah 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 you know it's like the triangle and then there's a array of uh, lights that is white uh-huh and then poof, after it uh, goes through the triangle well you see all the rainbow colors uh-huh well that's exactly what happens to a rainbow that's how you create a rainbow so all of these water droplets mm -hmm, that are there in suspension in the air well when the light hits them this white light it refracts uh -huh, and it becomes well seven colors now, this is seven colors of the rainbow. There's actually more colors to the rainbow because some of them kind of mix together. So you could say like turquoise is in there. But did you know? Uh -huh, did you know? This is a fun fact. You need to pay close attention. Are you paying attention? Uh huh. Rainbow doesn't have any black in it. No black, no brown, no gray. <laughs> Those are colors you will never see in the rainbow. So it doesn't have all of the colors. Now, okay, you could agree that black is the absence of color. I get it. Gray is kind of in the middle. And brown, I don't know. Maybe brown is just not not a color for the rainbow this is not i don't know but the thing is these colors are never in the rainbow Ooh. so perfect weather for rainbow would be light rain or fog uh-huh some sort of uh, dimmed light meaning there's still some clouds in the sky mm -hmm. and then well you got some sun rays piercing through so that it disperses uh-huh the actual light and it it hits the droplets and then it does the rainbow uh -huh. that's amazing that's amazing so on these days where there were rainbows in ireland ireland yeah that name mm -hmm. erin go bro yeah well actually actually people would find these coins that have kind of nothing to do with the rainbow but they got the name rainbow cups because people will find them on these days uh -huh. super mega interesting now Getting back to the actual history of this all, well, the thing is, if you've ever been to Hawaii, there's way more rainbows than in Ireland, uh -huh, way more. Like every day you can kind of see a rainbow, but they didn't have the cups. That's probably why in Hawaii, you're not thinking of pot of goals. It's not in the culture to have a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Not that I know of. Mm -hmm. And I've been to Hawaii, even the license plates are like rainbows everywhere. Uh -huh, because it's true. I was there for like three weeks and I've seen rainbows almost every day. It's just this rainbow land over there. It's paradox. It really is. Mm -hmm. Now, though, if you think of Ireland, it's just raining all the time. There's not, not that many rainbows. Uh -huh. not, none that I saw when I was there. Mm -hmm. And then, well, you would still find these little rainbow cups. Uh -huh. These coins, these like silver golden coins that are do, 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 not doomed, uh -huh, that are domed. So this is like a dome shape. Mm -hmm. And if on the right side, well, the water that gets into them makes them really reflective and makes it so that you actually find gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm -hmm. Other fun facts about the rainbows. While we're talking rainbows, huh? let's, let's go deeper into the rainbow. Did you know that an actual rainbow is a full circle? <gasps> 
No, Piper, that's not true. Well, Google it. Google it. The rainbow is actually a full circle. It's our perspective that makes it so that we feel like it's a half circle. Uh -huh, because, you know, the earth is round and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the rainbow is actually fully circled. But when you picture it, like take a picture of it, uh -huh, or when you actually see it with your eyes, uh -huh, it's like seeing at the horizon. Well, you're never going to see it full round. You're always going to see it as, well, this half round shape, but it's actually, actually fully round. So it never meets the earth. Never! Uh -huh. So this is kind of impossible. You cannot find the pot of gold because the rainbow doesn't have a tail. It doesn't like, it doesn't cut there. Uh -huh. Or that's what, well, this said uh -huh, on this website that I read it about. Now you tell me if you think it's right or not right, but uh, I'll let you do it. So that is, that is the actual myth. Uh -huh. And that is kind of, well, not myth busted, but that makes sense. That makes sense that Ireland has leprechaun and has the pot of gold that was hidden by the leprechaun, well, where the rainbow and the earth meets, uh -huh, to create these. Because these coins, these Celtic coins, were kind of uh, utilized or were given or were in the culture at one point. And so on a rainy day, you could just walk in a field and find find some gold, uh -huh, find some actual gold, find your very own pot of gold. Super mega interesting, don't go anywhere, because we're going to talk about roller coaster that kills. Mm-hmm. You want to get this story. You do want to get it. I know you do. Here, what do we have here? Hi there, Javier is there this morning. Hello. <gasps> okay, we have Piper. I think here your king pin. Here it's called down here. It's called Growler. Oh, Growler. That's like a growler or growler. Not sure. Uh -huh. Piper Rockle tea party. Oh, I didn't know Piper Rockle did tea parties, but that would make sense. huh? Piper Rockle... I don't know how old she is right now, but I think she's a bit younger than me. A bit younger than me. We had the muffin stuffer. Uh-huh. I know what you did there. Yeah. I went bowling before. Yeah, bowling is a fun activity. It is fun. Mm. Rob S. Hey, Piper. Hello, Robbie. And Mantira, Mantira. Okay, what's this? Love you, Piper. Not exactly a leprechaun story, but I had a cousin who was able to see goblins all around her. Her story is very creepy. That's very creepy. Okay. Well, that, this, uh, goblins, like, actually, she was sea goblins? Did she get, like, kind of, like, go to the hospital for this? Get treated? Uh-huh. There are some, like, some actual, well, mental diseases that allow you to see things. Uh-huh. And that, that's maybe what she had. Maybe she saw real goblins. Not sure. Not sure. Gold. Yes, gold. Uh-huh. Amazing. 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 Okay, get ready for this. Get ready for this. Because we are going to talk uh -huh, about, well, this roller coaster that kills. This roller coaster that was designed only, only to kill people. <gasps> Seems crazy. Well, it isn't that crazy. Let's, let's dive deeper. Let's dive deeper. No, that's not its real name. Euthanasia Coaster. Oh, yeah. Piper, I'm so scared. Uh -huh. Don't be scared. We're just going to talk about it. You don't need to ride it. Oh, yeah. Now, this roller coaster, this roller coaster was invented uh -huh, by, by someone. Someone actually, well, thought about it. I know that's what's crazy about the story. Mm -hmm. Is that some person decided to actually create a roller coaster that would kill you. Why, what, when, what, whew. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, I know, uh-huh. But hear this, hear this. Okay, so this is this guy. He's an artist from Lithuania. Yeah, Lithuania. Lithuania. His name, Julie Jonas or Bonus, okay? He actually is an artist and designer, and he designed this roller coaster back in 2010. Well, that's far back, Piper, uh-huh. That's like old. Well, yes. But it, it became a bit viral most recently. People are just like talking about it a lot. Uh huh. Why? Because 
It's called a roller coaster of death. <laughs> it kills you if you go in it. Uh -huh. It kills. You. It literally kills you. Why does it kill you? I'll get into the details in a second. Don't worry. You don't. You don't need to know right now. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know right now. You need to know like the beginning of the story before that. Now, okay. This roller coaster was designed by him. Mm -hmm. He's an artist and he does some. He does some creepy stuff. You know, he does things to make you think. And well, to make you think, you need to shock. Huh? You need to shock people. It's like uh, this ad from Apple. Think different. Uh, you need to go outside the box if you want to make sure that people actually hear your message. And they thought provoking. You know, thought provoking. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what he does with his art. So he designed. He designed this roller coaster. This actual roller coaster. He drew it. Mm -hmm. He drew it. And well, it's made to kill you. But, okay, don't... Yes, it's meant to kill you, but in a kind of nice way, okay? In a nice way. Mm -hmm. He calls it, well, euthanasia coaster. Meaning you would kind of well, get euthanasia. You know euthanasia is when they give you an, exec an injection and then, well, you'll slowly die. Usually, usually, like, your, your kitties, your dogs, and when they're old, they go to the vet, uh -huh, they get euthanasia. Uh, yeah, kind of, okay? So that's what happens. Mm -hmm. So that's how he called it. And, well, he made... He made the actual drawing of it. I have it here on WTPRRadio.com. Mm -hmm. If you go, artist designs roller coaster that kills passenger. Mm -hmm. But you're going to see. You're going to see this actual roller coaster and you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. That could, that could definitely kill me. I would not go in that one. If I see if I seen that one at like Disneyland, I'd be like, no, no, I'm not feeling like it. Mm -mm -mm. It's very steep. It's very steep. Now, the first climb is 500 meters. Yes, 500 meters. Uh -huh. And then you go way down. Ah! Yeah, you scream to your death pretty much. That is accurate. Uh -huh. And then you go through seven loops. Seven loops that are tinier and tinier. Why are they tinier? Well, because, you know, it's actually like effect, like vectors and stuff like that. Uh -huh. The tinier they get, the faster you go. Wah, 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 wah. Plus, you're going off like an actual 500 meter cliff. Uh -huh. You're like going down. So imagine what's going to happen. Imagine the amount of Gs you're going to eat. Uh -huh. Enough to kill you. <laughs> pretty much. That is like the reality of it. And then when you go through these loops... Well, the same thing kind of happens. It's, it's some G's, but it's different type of G's. Uh -huh. If you've seen, like, well, Maverick, yeah, with Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. Well, in, in that Maverick movie, well, you actually, they actually talk about G's, and they say that you, you should not lose consciousness. Uh -huh. You cannot lose consciousness, but you can if you get too much G's in your actual self. Why? Well, because you get smushed. Uh -huh. You get, like, all smushed. All of your blood, it goes down, so there's no more in your brain. No more oxygen in you, uh huh. You can't breathe because it's too, it's too difficult because of the weight on you, yeah. And so, well, you kind of asphyxiate. Yeah, that's pretty much how you die in this amazing roller coaster. Mm -hmm. But not to worry. There's a good side about it. Yes, there's the euphoria, uh huh. Because the thing is, before actually kind of dying from this uh, well, unconsciousness and then not being able to breathe anymore and your blood going off of your brain, uh huh. Well, you get a lot of euphoria, excitement. Maybe it's terror. I don't know, but they, they're very close in like hand in hand, uh huh. Euphoria, terror, same same emotion, just not same thing. You know when you're really excited, uh huh, and you're really scared. It's like stress and excitement can be the same emotion, uh-huh. It's the same type of emotion, it's just one is positive, one is negative. But that's kind of the same thing to the body. Mm-hmm. Well, same, same, but different. Now, this thing is meant to be actually euphoric. Yes. So you go up, ah, yes, yeah, gonna be a cool ride, uh-huh. And then, well, slowly but surely you die. Mm -hmm. Okay, why did it do that? Now, it's an hypothetic death machine. Hypothetic is the word here. Now, he, the guy doesn't want to really kill people. And it's not his job. He's an artist, okay? He's an artist. So, he did, he did, made this piece of art, uh-huh, that is just, it's just kind of drawing. Don't worry about it. He didn't, like, construct it. It would take, like, lots of people, lots of money, lots of stuff. So, this is not a real ride you can go in. Who would allow you to go in there? You can die, uh-huh. You can actually die. But, you know, it kind of reminds me of Futurama. You've seen Futurama? This, they have these little boxes that are kind of suicide boxes. You go in there and you know the robot, he was going in there and that's how he met the other guy. Uh -huh. And then, well, they kind of became friends. Yeah. Well, just like that. Just like that. Mm -hmm. So this would be a kind of humane way. <gasps> They're saying, of, well, you dying. Mm -hmm. Like, designed to humanly, with elegance and euphoria, take the life of a human being. That's like the slogan for it. Uh-huh. Pretty nice, eh? Pretty nice. I mean, it has some ring to it. 
Meaning that instead of like just going in the hospital and getting an injection, you would actually go on a ride. You would actually like the ride of your life. <laughs> just to take the ride of your life. Mm -hmm. And then, well, it's over. You just, you die during the ride. And then, I don't know, they take your body and they do something with it afterwards. It's a different way. It's a different way of experiencing life and death. Mm -hmm. And well, maybe, just maybe at one point, it will be a possibility. We don't know. They do assisted suicide nowadays in hospital. Uh -huh. So this could be a more fun way to do it at Disneyland. <laughs> you never know. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, okay. How how does this actually work? How does this actually work? Well, I told you. I told you a little bit about the way that would kill you. Uh -huh. and that is quite accurate. Now they haven't tested it on anybody because that, that would not be FDA approved. Uh -huh. you, you don't you know because you're sure to die. That's pretty much it. Why? Because of because of the gravity. This thing works on gravity. Mm -hmm. So the emotion from the euphoria would would kind of well, get you euphoric. So you would be fine. You would be like in ecstasy. Uh -huh. It would be amazing. And then when you, you when you go down, when you go down and you enter that first loop, this first loop would kind of make you lose consciousness. Then you can kind of regain it at the end of the loop. But then you would relose it at the other one. And there's seven of them. So at one point you are sure to die. Or like almost sure to die. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should put some astronauts in there and see if they can do it. Because they can take a lot of Gs, a lot of Gs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, well, as I see here in my notes, uh -huh, loss of consciousness and then death. That's, that's pretty much how, how he did it. But he did say, he did say, this was not meant to be built. No, it's a work of art to push the boundaries of gravity mm, and challenge perception of the body and imagination. And that is kind of accurate, uh huh? When he says like to push the boundaries of gravity, yeah, 500 meter drop, uh huh, and then wah, 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 seven like like round things you need to go in that is kind of impossible for you to get back from. But then perception of the body and imagination that makes sense. A roller coaster is supposed to give you a thrill. It's supposed to. That's why people still go to Disneyland. That's why we still have some attractions like this, some some roller coasters, uh huh? And that is why some people are actually really scared of going in roller coasters. Because some of them are really, really just scary. It's not fun. I mean, you feel you feel fun and scared all at the same time. It's kind of mixed emotion. Sometimes it's too fun, but sometimes the fear is making it less fun. So it depends on the, the roller coaster in general. Mm -hmm. Now, the imagination, well, that should, would just mean that you are in a place where you're supposed to have fun, but fun and fear are kind of really intertwined. At a place like Disneyland, at any amusement park, fun and fear is like circuses and all that stuff. It's very same, same, but different. Uh -huh. And then you would have this, this roller coaster that could actually kill you. Like the other ones, you're kind of scared of dying on a roller coaster in general. This is, you're kind of scared. That's why you go in them. This for the thrill of, oh, I survived. <laughs> yeah, but this one, no. No, is it completely reversed? So it makes you think of how weak the human body is, uh huh? And how if you were to put yourself into this situation, you would actually you would actually die. And I don't know who and how they test all of these roller coasters before actually putting them in Disneyland or things like that. But they actually need to not kill you, and that must be really hard to do, uh huh? Do a roller coaster that doesn't kill you? <gasps> oh my God! Mm -hmm. Now, of course, this type of roller coaster did only kind of rely on gravity. Yeah, it's just a huge drop, and then whole bunch of loops and stuff like that and there's like just danger a lot of danger too much danger uh-huh that's why it's just an art piece that's only what it is an art piece yes and you can actually you can actually go and we'll see it yeah you can go see it on wtprradio.com uh-huh because it's there i put it there for you to go watch uh-huh to go check it out to see if uh, if you think you could survive <laughs> yeah, in that sense. Uh -huh. Then when you go down, what well, is the actual Twitter post where I, I found it? Yes, this actual Twitter post, which is a bit amazing, uh huh, because it it tells well over for kids. That's like the name of the actual Twitter handle. Mm -hmm. Euthanasia coaster designed to kill its passenger. Again, it's real, it's real, but the guy is a PhD candidate at the Royal College of Art in London. Imagine this. So this is really like groundbreaking art <laughs> and well it makes you think it made me think enough that i decided mm, to talk with you this morning on the morning show about it uh -huh, so that we could have a conversation well more like a one-sided conversation but you can always leave a comment mm -hmm, about well this type of art these type of things that makes us think uh -huh. next time you go to walt disney like see walt disney or see uh, an actual amusement park, well, you'll think differently. Because I have to say that every time I go to these places, I'm kind of scared of dying. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. That's where the thrill comes from. That's where the excitement comes from. The uncertainty, uh, the fear. 
but then at one point you kind of well you kind of like they wouldn't do like these things uh, for you to die but then you see something on youtube and it's somebody that just like fell off one of those things and died <laughs> so there is there is still kind of this anxiety of death which is thrilling but at the same time well you don't want to die you know it's not why you go there it's, it's not that sense but they mix together in a weird way mm -hmm. Not sure I like it. Not sure I don't like it. Well, you tell me in the live comment section on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Here we have CG, who says, Piper's the best. Well, thank you very much, CG. We have RG, who says, hey, hi, Piper. Hello. John, test pour vous. Well, C'est génial que vous testez pour les autres. Mm -hmm. Salut, Piper. Merci. Toujours aussi incroyablement belle. Oh, que c'est gentil. <laughs> and here, well, we have Michael Luders. Hello, Michael. Mm -hmm. Um, nude water ride sounds better. Ooh, nosh. Mm, I don't know. You know, the water ride sometimes is like these little edges and it kind of, kind of really, really hurts. But in a way, I agree. Maybe your bikinis wouldn't get stuck anymore. <laughs> that would work out. Mm -hmm. Are you talking about the dead roller coaster? I'm not sure, Will Garcia. I'm not sure if we're talking about the same thing. It's called euthanasia coaster. Mm-hmm. Now, that is it for the morning show. Uh -huh. Find me on Love, Lust and the Devil every evening at 7 p.m. Pacific time. If you don't know when that is, where that is, just go to WTPRradio.com to get the full schedule and make sure that you listen to the 24-7 radio player. Mm -hmm. That is on WTPRradio.com. This was Piper Blush with uh, the morning show. I'll see you on WTPRradio.com. <laughs>